We should have Chris Brown just for the just for the OG part. He's dude. It's Valentine's Day. He's busy. Yeah, that's fair. Not like us. We're talking anime. <laughs> Not like us. We're talking about anime on a Sunday Valentine's Day. Welcome to the Who's Anime Is In Anyway podcast, the podcast where everything is made up and the score doesn't matter. That's right. The score doesn't matter. Much like planning and organizing don't matter to Kishimoto. I have uh, my cousin Ryan with me today for the first and probably last time if he ever decides to pick up another anime again, which will keep us pretty consistent with how we know each other because that's pretty obvious. We were born a month apart and I have known this man for my entire life and he has known me for most of his entire life. LOL. Uh, so what's, what's going on? Tell the, tell the people what you've been, what you've been up to. I've been working a lot and, uh, recently finished up Naruto Shippuden, I don't know, a month ago for the first time. Um, guess background. I was the first into Naruto back in fourth grade. We're, we're talking circa 2007, 2006. My buddy James got me into it. I was all into drawing the characters. We were reading the manga, watching the show every Saturday on Toonami uh, with my dad and my brother. And uh, a few years later, I think I passed the bug on to Aaron. And he, You just kind of ran with it um, from there. And I, when it dropped off of Cartoon Network and, and switched over to Disney is where I think I, I lost track of it. And I was not really into it for a bit. And then my buddy rewatched it recently. And I was like, you know what? I should probably catch up and watch it. And had some time in my hands. And uh, <laughs> completely a lot of time outraced said buddy. I completely blew him out of the water, but I was skipping a lot of the OG filler because um, I'd already seen it when I was a kid. But it was fun to get back, uh, get caught back up, get dip into some of that nostalgia, much needed nowadays. So, yeah, that's my my Naruto origin story, if you will. Yeah. So the thing is, is that you were being a lot nicer than I would have made the joke and said I started talking to girls when Aaron started watching anime. So that's, uh, that's unfortunately the actual truth. I had to fill my depresso mode time with something and it definitely wasn't hosting pool parties. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. But. I did peak in middle school. So that's when I had to drop anime. Unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't as popular as it is now. Not many people can say they peaked in middle school. So you were, uh, you are one in a million apparently with that. Cause everybody, everybody else is just like, Oh, I, I hated middle school. I didn't, Nobody, nobody liked me. And you were just like, why don't you come over and we'll, I'll have some people over. And I felt like a little bit kind of like high school, to be honest, even though we were. Yeah, and then in high school, I did, I did the opposite. I was depressed on mode. Never. <laughs> well, you went to yeah. an all boys school. Regardless. <laughs> so, hard to, hard to consistently talk to friends of the opposite gender than that wasn't even my issue, but we're not in therapy, so we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Air and Therapy podcast, where I air out all of my friends' feelings in an hour and a half. I charge zero dollars. and If we can uh, get this done in an hour and a half, I will I will pay you for it. <laughs> how much are we talking? Because I think, I think I might push it if you actually want to pay me to finish this in an hour and a half. All of Naruto Shippuden in an hour and a half. That's too much. That's too much. It's too much content. No. OG Naruto, you could get done in about eight minutes. but. Well, yeah, because everything's filler. Yeah, the Which last five seasons. We'll get into. But um, but I do remember you having the manga. And did you were you an original Barnes & Noble's like, manga shopper? Or where did you get those? Because I, I don't remember what, where they were sold back then. 
it was Borders Books in Chesterfield, Borders. Michigan. And they had all the manga. I think I had like one through 10 at one point, um, maybe one through seven. My buddy James and I would would draw the characters at uh, when we were bored in class. And we were like, that was always our, our fun reading. And we were so into the show. There may or may not have been a couple Naruto runs at recess in fourth grade. Um, hey, you know what? If you can, if you don't do a couple of Naruto runs in like fourth grade, at our age then were you really living in elementary school what's funny is that sh- this show i got into right after like avatar the last airbender got really popular so I, we went from playing Av- avatar at recess to playing naruto at recess the next year but that was that was kind of that how i got into that my dad and my brother and i we would we would watch it every single saturday 9 p.m um or every other saturday we would tape the one from the weekend I wasn't at his house and we'd watch that one at 8 PM. And then we'd watch the new one at 9 PM every Saturday like with, with like clockwork. So yeah, that was like a, a big nostalgic point for me growing up, get some popcorn on the couch and some, some A and W root beer, and then go to bed all sugared up. It was a great time. Shout out big Mike. Shout out big Mike. Yeah. And I think like with our age group too, like nobody, people were into Dragon Ball Z, but well, you're kind of young for it. Yeah. It was, it was a little ahead of us. Yeah, I think the people that were two years ahead of us in elementary, middle school, and high school were the ones who were on, like, the tail end of the Dragon Ball. Like, everybody who's, like, 25 to, like, 28 or 30 now were Dragon Ball people. But everybody who's our age until about 18 were Naruto people because they didn't have One Piece. And I don't know if you've ever heard the uh, four, uh, Four Kids One Piece dub. It's bad. <laughs> it might be one of the worst dubs in the history of anime. It was. Well, take- I know One Piece came out on Toonami at 10 p.m. after Naruto, but it was yeah. like too late for us. Yeah. So we would we would go to bed. So I never got into like the other Shonen Jump uh, animes because of that. I think yeah, it was just bedtime. And that was that was bedtime. So I never got to see Bleach or or, or One Piece. True. Or. The- the people who grew up with One Piece, like I used to listen to a One Piece podcast for a while. The uh, they started when they were like ten, so they were you know extended bedtimes. You know you're you're looking at like ten or eleven. Maybe on maybe on the the West Coast. Yeah, well, a lot of, yeah, a lot of them were West Coast people, so you just you had an opportunity to watch it on Cartoon Network without really dipping into you know the parental. You know, it's time for t- time to go to bed, sweetie. Turn off the, you know, turn off the cartoons, um, type of thing. So, I, I mean, I think objectively, I'm going to start this off with a little bit of fire. I think objectively, One Piece is better, but nobody got to watch it. So, obviously, there's yeah. A lot I mean, Naruto absolutely dominated that. Like, they were by far the most mainstream one. Yeah. Like, I think just the time slot was evident of that. It, they had that 9 p.m. time slot for years. True. And. uh I think that was easily the most, but that like nobody else read any other anime in my, in my school personally, that was just Naruto. No. And, and um, same like early gross point South, when I was trying to figure out who else I could talk to in person about it, just dropping like hidden leaf village or Rasengan or something like that was the way to figure out if somebody knew what I was talking about, which is crazy. It was nice. It was nice that I got into it with the age I did. Cause like you can have, you can be, interested in literally whatever you want and in fourth grade everyone's like cool yeah 
Uh, I think if it would have been a couple years later, it would have been a little bit tougher. Like I said, in middle school, I feel like kids are way more judgy. Yeah. And but. you you started watching it at the right time, dropped it at the right time, and then are now <laughs> re-picking it up at exactly the right time. <laughs> I did the exact opposite. You were you were in the trenches in late <laughs> middle school, early high school, just fending off social attacks about it. Yeah. Good wearing, thing. Wearing, Good the, news is wearing the cloud like, t-shirt to school. Oh, well... Did I ever actually wear that to school? Yeah, but it didn't look like anything. It could have been literally any shirt. No, and honestly, that yeah. that that T-shirt now would probably be worth like six hundred bucks. Balenciaga would sell it, and it would be like everyone would be like, "Oh, this is so heat, dude." I don't. I didn't like that shirt. It was the only it, like one. Why of, was it athletic? Like I don't get that. It wasn't an athletic like, shirt. It was cotton. Oh, it just yeah. looked like it was like polyester or something. No, and I bought an XL, and I have no. I had no business wearing it in an XL at the time. So I looked like. I mean, you were you were six four and had a full beard when you were nine years old. So all right, all right. Made I was <laughs> six foot tall in eighth grade. Nine, thirteen. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, still growing into the body. Still didn't need an XL. I wear a medium now, but yeah, to be six six pack by summer. Well, also to be fair, <laughs> mediums are bigger now than they were t- ten years ago. I don't know if that's true, but we're going to let that ride. So, well, my dad has mediums from 10 years ago and they're small. I, I can't fit into some of those shirts that he has. And he's just like, I, I now wear, I just be the style. Yeah. The cut. He's like, I grew out of these. Can you try them on? And I was like, well, you didn't grow out of them, dad. (laughs) You grew outwards, not upwards. (laughs) Did you get it? Did you get into it specifically because of me or like, yes. Did you pick it up separately? Okay. I couldn't remember. No, I so, can't remember if I like introduced you or if you like got into it just as I was putting it down. Yeah, this is actually a good time to talk about this, which is why I actually wanted to have you on the podcast because I ha- I've talked to like every single person about how they got into it, and I actually haven't said how I did. So, because I'm not going to do that every episode, like it's just as right. repetitive and all, all, the same people are listening to this podcast. It's not. I'm not getting new viewership, mainly because I don't market it, but I kind of just do this for- It's just, it's just for, for fun. It's for fun. And my friends all watch anime, just so- Intellectually jerking yourself off. Well, Get it. Yeah, okay. Well, that, no, those are those are what I call the fan fiction, Ryan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So much like yourself, I loved Avatar The Last Airbender. And that's something that we shared- um, cause I remember we watched the final episodes of Avatar with the, uh, the Fire Lord arc, like the last episode in, uh, in Caseville. Yeah. When was that? What year was that? It was 2009 or 2010. That's when that show finished. It was that yeah. long ago. Yeah. It was that long ago. Wow. Yeah. So it's a great show. They knew no, when to fantastic. wrap it up. It's 60 episodes. No, like quote unquote filler. Yeah. Yeah. Secret Everything. tunnel episode. The secret tunnel episode's not good. Yeah, but if you like, if you care about the Katara Ang ship, it was kind of necessary to if you wanted to give Ang a romantic interest. I guess so. But that's it. Secret tunnel. Oh, I, I actually that's one of the episodes that I skipped in that show. Yeah, good luck with that. Getting that out of your head for the rest of the week. No, I'm okay. Thank you. I'm gonna try and forget it by six thirty our time. But yeah, so I, I watched that and then I watched Naruto in middle school and I can't remember why. I think I was just kind of like, I think I saw a clip on it on YouTube and I was bored and it was middle school. So I didn't do any homework. 
I mean, okay, I shouldn't preface that with it was middle school, so I didn't do any homework. That's just my entire educational background is not doing homework not or doing it, it, not turning it in, which is insane to me. Well, it went from not doing it to doing it, not turning it in to not doing it. And then college was doing Dude, it I think enough. I'm fine for this exam gets absolutely <laughs> boofed by it. Hey, no, I got a three point in college. Okay. It wasn't like. Oh, I just, I was, I was specifically calling out one class that. All right. All right. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll talk about it. We're talking about CSE. CSE. Yeah. The only class I've ever had to take twice. You liked it so I, much you did it twice. No, I was early in a relationship spending way too much time with said person. And then I got the flu in the middle of one of the biggest exams of the, uh, of the class. So I have a, a, a lightly valid excuse or in terms of life excuses for that class. I really did drop That's the fair. ball, but it was, it was terrible. And it was a weeder class and had no business being a weeder class that because everybody uses Excel. Why are you using the thing that everybody needs as your can't weeder you class? Now. Oh, why, what, oh, what? I said, it can't hurt you now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't all know about that. All the CSE talk. No, I think I might keep that in just for the, uh, yeah, so that's how I got into Naruto. I spent way too much time on it. Anytime I read or watch a story, and you know this, is like, for some reason, I have a I'm holier than thou complex. So I have to rewrite everything in my head to to make it better. And I don't know why I do that. Um, I think it just started with like the fan fiction stuff in, in which like I continued the story afterwards. And there wasn't any of that in like the end. There wasn't any. So you, print- were, you were robbed of that by not watching it so young because I just got to take it. Be like, this is so cool. Fucking yeah. ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> I was at like my actual thinking stage of life. I was like, yeah, oh. I was very much not. I was just like, look at him. They're throwing knives around. This guy uses a <laughs> fireball to you too. That's sick. The loudest ninja that you've ever seen. Now- yeah. And I'm, and when you're, when you're, when you're in, uh, in fourth grade, you don't care how absolutely atrociously annoying OG Naruto is. Like, so Naruto, the character. So bad. Well, actually, he I don't know. Uh, up until like the tuning exam, the end of the tuning exams, he's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Like okay. after the tuning exams are over and he goes to like train with Jiraiya just like a little bit. And then he... that's, a, that's when he gets okay. I'm yeah, that's when he gets like, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, so you're saying for most of the only important part of Ochi Naruto, he's annoying as shit. So it makes yes. him annoying. Yes. It could be uh, worse though. To... It could be, he could be Konohamaru. We're going to get into Kanahara, don't worry. Yeah. So we're talking about Naruto, obviously. Naruto, in a quick synopsis, is it's a Japanese manga series. Surprise, this is a show about anime that's illustrated and written by Masashi Kishimoto. It tells the story of Naruto Uzumaki, the namesake of the show, a young ninja who seeks recognition from his peers and dreams of becoming the Hokage, the leader of his village. Uh, the story is told in two parts, Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, in the anime and part one and part two in the manga and it's it was actually based on a one shot that kishimoto wrote in 1995 so it be like um what's the thing they use for television shows he had a uh, pilot yeah he had a pilot which that was a very um common for back then for manga turns out hmm. did not know that until i started this podcast was oh everything was is based on a one shot especially the shonen shows so Naruto is a shonen, which is any anime that's featured in Weekly Shonen Jump that's wildly centered around action and mostly teenage male protagonists. 
So Shonen Jump is a is a, a weekly periodical, right? Yeah. Like it's a magazine. Okay. Yeah, it's a magazine. So it, it it's the only thing of its kind that I'm aware of because Marvel doesn't do like comics never did that. They had like their own issues for mm-hmm. each like Marvel comic, but they never did like a they don't release chapters all together in one um in one magazine. Yeah, some other famous Shonen Jump anime were what Bleach and One Piece, and am I missing another big one? No, like Dragon Ball is the original, and then okay. it split. Like Dragon Ball was like the monopoly of manga for like a while. Like nothing beat it, and then once it started dying down with Dragon Ball Z, um, the big three which it came in, which was Bleach, Naruto, and and One Piece, and kind of lit the world on fire, and then. They were all obviously all being co- like competitive and trying to put out the best like chapters and like they they have records of who like ranks which chapters higher and whatnot per week. So right. it's it was like a big it was a big deal in like the manga world and Naruto is like the fourth best selling manga series in history. So when did it get picked up as an anime and when did it come over to the U.S. Uh, let's see here. It got picked up as an anime in, oh, that's the Naruto Shippuden. Uh, original run for the original Naruto was 2002 to 2007. Um, and I think it got picked up in 2003 for the- The dub came over. The dub came over, yeah. That checks out, yeah. And then Shippuden ran from- second, second grade when I started it. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then Shippuden ran from 20, 2007 to 17- Okay. If you want to know how many needless hours of filler there are, there's actually a decade. There's 501 episodes, and I think there's like a 200 or so episodes of filler, probably. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to count filler also as like just them standing around in the same spot too long and going back over the same Kakashi flashback with Obito, but anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, So Naruto has actually a 41% filler. OG Naruto. Yeah, OG Naruto. All of which comes, almost all of it, which comes post Sasuke arc, Sasuke retrieval arc, right? Like pretty much that entire show after that is filler, right? There's no anime for that. No, they're actually both 40, uh, 41%. That checks out. Which is crazy. Almost half of the show is filler, which we'll talk to. This is a good segue into the, the, the non-spoiler section of the original show. So long story short, there's about 100 episodes of Naruto that matter. And then about a hundred or not a hundred, there's 120 episodes of Naruto that matter and about a hundred that don't. And what I mean by don't is if you're not familiar with filler, filler means that it's an anime only arc or episode that the anime writers wrote because they need to wait for the manga to get past a certain point before they start animating the chapters, which sucks. And they have contracts with TV, so they have yeah. to fill time. And yeah. keep viewers interested and yada yada. Which is why like 95% of the shows in today's society like don't have filler arcs because they don't, everyone binges everything now and they take their actual time with shows instead of rushing to fill like TV space. Since everything's streamed now, they don't need to like have contract time is what, is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But Naruto, it's a fun show. It being about ninja is surprising considering they're the loudest people on planet earth. Not what you'd call stealthy. No. Um, So it's not really about ninja. It's more about just like jutsu and like the story of Naruto, 
which yeah, and the world the world building is well okay i'll i guess i'll cut in and the world building in og naruto i think is awful okay. like you you hear nothing of a lot of the other villages for the most part and like their lore um you hear like you hear very little about like chakra and like how they use it and like how they came to be which i get like get into in shippuden but like yeah i don't know there's very little world building to do in og naruto for most of it um and then what little they do they seem to forget about or it turns out it doesn't matter uh like in some of the filler later in og naruto they never bring back those villages in shippuden yeah. and you're like oh is this gonna matter and if somebody else that's watching it for the first time asks you that and you're like uh no if it's post sasuke retrieval arc it is not important because none of that will come back. Like, oh, what are these swords about? Like these lightning swords. It's like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> They'll never come back. Well, well, they will. It's just going to come back like 700 episodes later. In a lazy way. And they're like, oh shit, we forgot about these lightning swords. Let's bring them back. Yeah, which <laughs> we do kind of rag on this show a lot. I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about why we think it's good. even Because <laughs> we have our own special gripes about it. The question is first, before we talk about, is it, it like, what's good about it? Is it good? I think OG Naruto, it it's really, really hard to separate it from nostalgia for me. And I have like vivid, vivid memories of being so pumped to watch it like 9 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, that's really hard to separate it. But when I rewatched it, I like, hate there's it. just, there's just like a cheesiness to his character that is over the top. And I know it's pers- it's purposeful. But I, I struggle with that a lot. And then post Sasuke Retrieval Arc, throw it in the trash. Like, I yeah. think OG Naruto, now Shippuden, I think is really good. I, I watched it as an adult for the first time and I still thought it was good. With zero, like, nostalgic connection to that part of the arc. Um, yeah. But I think OG Naruto is, yeah, I think it's okay. So, I think the animation is cool, but, like, not any better than the clips of other anime I've seen. No. Um, it's not as cheesy as, like, One Piece. There's no, like, stretchy arms and shit. Um, but Bleach, I feel like, is a pretty serious, seriously animated show. Like, you know, everything looks dark, like almost like a Batman ca- cartoon. Yeah. Um, well, it's about dead people. Yeah, that would probably do it. But, I like, I, I've watched very little animes, but you showed me, like, bits of, like, Van Helsing and, like, um, like Attack yeah, on Titan. Fine. I've seen, yeah, um, not Van Helsing, that's the movie. Yeah. Um, like, Attack on Titan, it seems like, and again, that's this is, like, years later, so it's not quite as fair. Cause yeah. Naruto would come coming out in the early 2000s, but I don't know. I think the anime is, animation is fine. The music, there are parts of it that are like fun and exciting, but then anytime you hear like that cheesy opening to the music where you know it's going to be a filler episode, and you just like immediately hit the skip button. I'm I'm not going to like do anyone's ears a disservice by trying to like hum it or sing it, but <laughs> if you watch, I might just the, drop it in the audio. If, yeah, if you get like 10 seconds of it, as once you hear those first couple notes, you're like, and I will see Naruto next week. Like it is a absolute joke. Um, I don't know. I could go, I could really just windmill dunk on OG Naruto. <laughs> and I but Shippuden really saves it. It, it. it if you just like stop watching once he's like kind of completed his training with or start like it was on his training with Jiraiya, I think you'll really enjoy it and you move right to Shippuden. Yeah. They don't really develop any relationships in OG Naruto post post Sasuke retrieval arc. They do very little of like okay. moving along the characters. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you right there, just because I I like lightly disagree with that. The people that they develop, they develop like a couple of people. They don't develop enough. I agree with you there, but like Shikamaru, for example, well developed character. 
right? Just in general. Honestly, and you can the, stop his development like at the retrieval arc because he's like the leader. He's really smart. And like they established that in like uh, the shooting exams and the retrieval arc. I don't know how good of a job they do post that. Like they don't even show him playing all that much like Shogi. Yeah. I like, now we're starting to get a little bit with, of spoilers here. With Atma. But I, I'm going to, so I'm going to tail off here. I like Orochimaru as a villain like a um a central villain not like the individual like arc villains i think he's all albeit creepy i think i think he's evil like it's it's nice to have just an evil dude and you don't know why he's evil like he's, yeah i think i think it's cool that he's evil for like very weird motivations where you're like why like it's not money he doesn't want to be the hokage or anything like that no he, yeah i don't want to spoil anything but like yeah it's just a weird, it's interesting motivations that other shows don't. He's like the Joker of the show. Yeah. He doesn't have, he doesn't have like leader or monetary aspirations. He is just like an embodiment of personal chaos. I guess. Yeah. Literally like the true, like almost like a Satanist type view of like just living for the self and only the self. Yeah. And, and like um, the purest version of that in a very um, creepy way. Yeah. And putting um, science in there too. True. What do you want to hit before we get start doing arcs and spoilers? Because I feel like that's... Yeah, I just like, we talked about animation a little bit. Obviously back then it's not good and you, t- and you talked about that. Like it's from 2000 or it's in the early 2000s, but it's also like a weekly serial. So it's hard for them to have good, uh, it's hard for them to have good, uh, good animation with like putting out weekly shows. So, yeah, I agree. That I think that's part of the problem. I think it's fine though. It doesn't sound like distractingly bad. No, but if you like, I I think if there was a show that I was gonna say you should watch next, mainly because it's short and it's good and you have like some semblance of like knowledge about the show, is like Cowboy Bebop. I actually have no knowledge about the show. Like I feel like I've heard you talk of it, but I don't I don't like know anything about. It. But I think like especially with the animation like style of back then the show's complexity and the soundtrack that you obviously enjoy, um, which is the only part that you enjoy about it because you haven't seen the show. Comparing that to Naruto, for it coming before that show, it's it has better animation, but it wasn't, it's a shorter show. So they don't have like as much of a budget. They don't have to like spread out their budget to a variety of different shows. Um, now the soundtrack on the other hand, for the original Naruto. That part, I don't think it's just pure nostalgia because I've, I've watched a lot of like decent shows. And like, this is a conversation I've had with a variety of people, like especially with movies too. Soundtrack, especially for like major productions and like popular stuff, like soundtrack is, a, is, a, is an important aspect of a show or a movie. Like Star yeah, Wars. the soundtrack's good. Great soundtrack. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, big production, great soundtrack. You know, especially the soundtrack's good, especially that the the fighting music that's like a straight up ripoff of Children of the Grave by Black Sabbath, um, which is cool because I love that song. Okay. Um, but there's like, yeah, if 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 you're into OG Naruto and you listen to like the fight music, um, but it's usually it's not just normal fight music. It's like right when the the tide of the battle turns and yeah. like our protagonists are are beginning to win. Yeah. And then it switches over to this this sort of like chugging guitar riff and it's like shout out the producers for figuring all that out 
that's like a, a really it's a good homage to black sabbath tune children of the grave which i think is off of their masters of reality album yeah good song um and you can see you can hear the parallels but i think the soundtrack's pretty good other than like i said that cheesy music that means that it's filler time and anytime you see konohamaru um shut your laptop and throw it in the garbage and maybe konohamaru can't hurt you then if you could watch every episode except for the ones with Konohamaru in the original Naruto, you're doing yourself a service because yeah. it, it's like Naruto is annoying, but he's the main character. Like multiply that by and he's 10. good at least. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like you've distilled the worst parts of Naruto into one other shitty character, and then you just have to see this character all the time. Yeah. And it's like we already getting on the bad parts of Naruto. Why do we need a a concentrated version of it? Like it, it just the every t- uh, oh my god. It doesn't even help anything in sh- like Shippuden either. Well, I guess it helps one scene that you know about this character. Literally one scene. Like and I'm not going to spoil anything at, at this point, but like there's a singular singular scene in Shippuden that he is useful and I'm pretty sure he doesn't <laughs> become good until what Boruto, right? I haven't yeah. seen Boruto, but yeah, and so, he's a Jonin and Boruto. So they skip over all the parts where he's even like training and getting good. Like, so we don't, yeah, but he's the third Okage's son or grandson. And it's just, it's such a brutal nightmare. Plus, everyone wants to be Hokage. It's like asking a kid, in What do you want to be like, when he grows up? Oh, I want to be, the yeah, Hokage. It's, yeah, it's like, well, you're a trash kid and everyone hates you. So probably not. But I mean, he had a more realistic shot because of his grandfather, because of his lineage. Yeah. yeah than anybody else but turns out so do other characters in the show turns out the main character has a pretty good pretty good path forward naruto also has something called the nine tails fox locked inside him which isn't a spoiler that's so his disposition is that everybody in the village hates him because the nine tails fox that's uh sealed inside him destroyed part of the village killed a bunch of people and killed the fourth hokage which everybody who everybody loved, right? Everybody loves him. You know, they all voted for him. He won that election, but then uh, our, the Nine Tails came in and destroyed everything. And so they know he killed a lot of his friends' dads too, yeah. and yeah. moms. So I think that's the other thing. Yeah, and like aunts and uncles and cousins. He killed a lot of people, but and like this it's, is it's it's very lazy that the village hates Naruto because he's a Jinchuriki. True. Jinchuriki, by the way, the word that they use to describe somebody that has a tailed beast sealed inside of them, which is what the nine tails fox is. Something they don't technically explain until Naruto Shippuden, even though there's another tailed beast that's involved in the original show. They call them demons in English. The demon fox. Yeah, the demon fox and the, um, the sand demon. They don't really refer to it as anything honestly not that it's definitely a, he's like a he's like a porcupine or something i don't even yeah. remember what he's, the word is tanuki i it's not used in english so um mario actually has like shikaku a, is his name right yeah yeah that's what they just straight up just call him shikaku that's what it is they i think they refer to him as the one tails like once or like so you, the demon of the sand or something like yeah so you know that there's two of them uh so going back to like characters before we like get and we can bridge this into the spoiler section in a second here, but like outside of Naruto being annoying and Konohamaru being annoying and Sakura being annoying. Yeah. It, it, Kishimoto's inability to write women characters until like Tsunade and then like. Shibuya. And even then, that's a stretch. 
Yeah, that's that is a stretch. But like her assistant, I think is probably a better technically female character than Tamari another, isn't bad. Yeah, Tamari's cool. So until Tamari, yeah. So there's like two cool female characters in the entire show. Anka is not bad either. Yeah, but Anka kind of like disappears for why? Right. That that's just but that's him being a different kind of idiot. That's not him being like. <laughs> misogynist yeah I, I i mean especially with like teenage girl characters like he just it, it's not oh, yeah. like Eno, ten ten, uh sakura ten ten they never really present as like a damsel in distress for the most part though no until the shooting exams when she gets absolutely fucked up but no and they kind of purvey hinata that way but she also like gets into a lot of fights so yeah. and she's like useful because of the byakugan yeah, but they they almost it's less of a like a female thing with Hinata in fairness. And it's more of like she's the like spoiled head of the family that has all this pressure on her to like be good because she's the head of the family. Yeah. She actually has like stakes. Yeah. So it's a little different, but I think i I'm not I don't I'm not one to like Kishimoto off the hook. He's terrible no. at writing like female characters. Yeah, and like Sakura general. Sakura sucks. And OG Naruto Sakura is a horrific character like her biggest the biggest the biggest part of the entire oji naruto for sakura is when she cuts her hair when somebody's holding like holding her hostage by her hair yeah it's like and a big go through like like 15 minutes of flashbacks and filler before she just takes a knife and cuts her hair so she can free herself yeah and then everyone's like oh. and there's like a bunch of like super there's like a super cut of people's faces of gasping just because she cut her hair and then i think she proceeds to to get dunked on anyways in the fight like <laughs> yeah by the sound ninja and this show the problem with the original naruto is like one piece is still going right so it's it's very long i would never recommend somebody to start one piece like ever mainly because it's going to take them legitimately three years to catch up if they watch an episode. Just like Sisyphus, just yeah. like pushing that boulder up the hill. No, every... it, like I started it, it my those sophomore shows year where you're so far behind, they become a job. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, put it my, as my buddy described watching the show Lost, he would bring his iPad into the shower in like a plastic bag and he would just have it playing. He wasn't even yeah. really paying much attention to it. He just needed to get through it. And it's like, yeah. you can't do that with the show. So yeah, no. if you want to watch, if you want to start Naruto, skip everything after the Sasuke Retrieval arc so you can get to Shippuden and you'll like yourself a lot more and the show a lot more. The show is missing though. I mean, we talk about how bad the filler is, but in the same at the same time, it's missing like two to three arcs of canon material between it, it like not that not miss the anime isn't missing it from the manga. I'm saying the manga is missing two to three arcs worth of material between the start to the Sasuke retrieval arc. Yeah. And I think that does a disservice to it. Like for whatever reason, Kishimoto just like straight rushes into it and then takes a two year break and then writes the rest of the show for 10 years. Yeah. And she put in so much, so much more laid out and like you get all this cool lore and backstory and like that part is actually like interesting. And you're like, Oh, that's awesome world building. Um, great character building for the most part now he still forgets a lot of shit which is annoying but like yeah. oh, we're focusing on og naruto but anyways og naruto structure i think watch through the tuning exams watch the sasuke retrieval arc and then just get out of there don't so, don't waste your time so out of 10 we'll do this before we get like deep into spoilers out of 10 where would you put the original naruto mm. For me personally, I think like a four plus plus three for nostalgia. 
So like, if I'm thinking, if, if you just ask me like seven, but if I'm taking away all the nostalgia I feel for it and the fact that I rewatched and had to sit through all the filler again and I was like, oh, I remember, I didn't realize how bad this was when I was 11. Yeah. And it's like, it's awful. Um, it's almost like a throwaway. Like I wish you could almost like start Shippuden, but you need the backstory, of course, um, because Shippuden is just head and shoulders a bit better than OG Naruto. And, and like from animation to story to world building, you know, yeah. characters are way less annoying. Yeah. You get way more cool ninja shit, which is what you kind of always want. That's the thing. OG Naruto leaves you like wanting more cool ninja shit and it just doesn't deliver. No, no. That's what um, I'm saying. It needs like two to three more arcs because then mm-hmm. you can like flesh out Sakura as a character and like some of the side characters. Okay. Now we're in the spoiler section and like make Naruto. And learn, some of the moves. Yeah. Make like Naruto that. learn more than two jutsu. Three jutsu. Does he even know more than one in the OG? Yeah, the uh, Rasengan, um, multi-shadow clone jutsu, and summoning jutsu. He doesn't, well, the summoning, he doesn't learn until way later, though. No, he it's learns it right use... before the Chunin exams are. What does he summon in the Chunin? The Toad. When does he summon? He doesn't use that in the Chunin exams. Yes, he does. He summons the Toad to fight Gara. That was post-Chunin exams. Yeah, but he learned it before the Chunin exams. I didn't realize he had gone out with Jiraiya already. No, Jiraiya was just short. in the village and taught him some stuff. He didn't like leave with Okay. Jiraiya. Okay. Because yeah, like, I guess he would have well, had go- to know Rasengan because then he fought um when he fought Sasuke, like he had to have an answer for the Chidori. Yeah, he learns three jutsu in the original show and then proceeds to only learn variations of those three jutsu throughout the entirety of Shippuden. So they just need more time. Doesn't have a post move that he can commit to memory. <laughs> Bonafide scrub. Yeah, and I think like I think that's also what does Jiraiya more of a disservice too. Is you see Jiraiya doing less cool ninja shit and like more creepy pervy guy, which like yeah, I understand like if you're just rewatching the show now, like yes, you do I you and Christopher don't like Jiraiya. And and that's under that that was understandable. But like Shippuden Jiraiya, objectively, five times better than regular Jiraiya. And they yeah, could have they were they could have done that in the original show. Yeah, I um, I'm all screwed up on the timeline now. I feel like, but we could work. We can uh, cycle back to the Zabzar. No, the the yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that because yeah. that's where it starts. Like, right, yeah. show starts. They get paired up or grouped up. Yep, takes like two grouped episodes. Up, team Team Seven. Um, they get kind of right into it. Then they do the bell test, which is super or the which is pretty cool. Yeah, you make Kakashi. You make Kakashi. You find out Sasuke's by far like has by far and away the best of the three. Yeah. Um, Kakashi, great character. Just awesome character across anime. Yeah. Um, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Uh, <laughs> Kakashi, the copy ninja. Uh, we can talk about that now in starting with the Zabuza arc. So if you want to, if you want to make this podcast into a drinking game, which I don't recommend because of the Mr. Worldwide stuff, the Zabuza arc is the first entry into. Everybody knowing who Kakashi Hatake is. He is the copy ninja. So, Kakashi of the Sharingan. Yeah. The son of the White Fang. If you even want to go further, just Kakashi. Which you don't find out until Shippuden. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, maybe as a ninja, if you're trying to like be stealthy, everybody shouldn't know who you are. Yeah, but that means he probably just like kills enough he's killed enough people in this day that the word has spread yeah dude is it was, 20 it was like the yellow flash of the leaf true the yellow flash of the leaf killed three thousand soldiers in a single battle once 
So, uh, seeing as this is the so, spoiler yeah, section, we can talk about Naruto Shippuden spoilers in this as well. So, well, this is, so they're should, going. Should we or should we not? We should not. But there's uh, so they're going to um, they're going to help this dude finish building a bridge in yeah. the the hidden mist village or some in that land. In the um, fuck, what land is that? It's the land is of the waves. Lightning? No, it's the land waves. of waves oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, they're yeah, going yeah, yeah. to because uh, it's a border country between the land of the mist and or the not the land of the mist um the land of water which is where the hidden mist village is and the land of fire right so this bridge but turns out all these people want this bridge builder dead because he this bridge not having this bridge has been really helpful for this mob boss to charge like absorbent prices and rob people on this shipping journey yada yada so he hires out this guy named Zabuza. Uh, I knew his last name. I don't know why it's it's escaping me right now, but um, shows up, got a big sword. His mouth is all wrapped up. He looks like a mummy. Um, and um, he shows up too with, he fights fights them. I think, I remember it specifically at one point, They this was over uh, Thanksgiving break. They took like a two week break in Naruto. And he like captures Kakashi in this water, water prison jutsu. Oh yeah, that was big stakes. Naruto and Sasuke actually put some decent plans together. Uh, Naruto completely fucks it because he actually, they get the element of surprise on Zabuza with this um, shuriken jutsu that Naruto hides himself as like a, as like a shuriken. Which I want to know the optics of how that works. Does he like transform into a shuriken or is he just flying across the water, like spinning around as Sasuke threw him? Like what? What, what like, like how does the transformation jutsu work like did he transform himself into a shuriken or did is he like being like optically a shuriken but he's not so he's just like spinning around in the air because sasuke threw him i don't know because he stops himself from spinning once he transforms back into naruto but then he screams like something along the lines of ha i gotcha or something stupid like that yeah. and zabuza is like what and of course he gives him like a 10 second head start to turn around and like face him, but not quick enough for this or not long enough ahead of for this like world-class ninja to somehow move out of the way of this very basic child's attack. Mm-hmm. And so it ends up cutting his hand and he lets go of Kakashi and then Kakashi and Zabuza had this sweet fight. A lot, of, this masked, a lot of hand signs that- Yeah, and tons of hand sign. And you find him. out that why he's the copy ninja because he reveals a Sharingan for the first time. Yeah. Um, Kakashi Sharingan. And then this masked, as they're kind of on the way of beating Zabuza, this masked figure shows up. First time I think you see Ambu masks potentially in the show mm-hmm. um, and throws some needles into Zabuza's neck and you think he's dead. And then sh- he, you think it's a she takes off with him. Um, Haku. Haku, the ice guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, they show up, they keep building the bridge. They come back because turns out Haku and Zabuza were in cahoots um, and they both are hired out by this mob guy. Um, they show back up to fight again. Haku turns out has this thing called a Keke Genkai, which means uh, you don't know anything about those in the OG Naruto at all. You just know um, that they're super strong. You know, they're super strong. She can use ice. Yeah. So um, she makes these cool ice mirrors and kind of really fucks up Naruto and Sasuke. But I think Sasuke like activates a Sharingan. No, Naruto goes already, Demon Fox. He figures out how to um, 
Who who wins that fight? Is it Naruto? No, no Nar- yeah, Naruto goes or Sasuke. Demon- Sasuke Nar- Black. No, Naruto goes Demon Demon Fox. That's right. And so like Sasuke the talker, like melts saves away Naruto. Eyes. Yeah, Sasuke saves Naruto. T- wears all these needles, mm-hmm. and then it it like triggers Naruto's demon demon fox chakra and he yeah. melts all the ice and then just absolutely uh uses haku's face like a punching bag yeah which is ridiculous um, because so backstory to that zabuza is a member of the seven ninja swordsmen of the mist which are like these rank above jonin level swordsmen for i guess the, you should talk about the ranks too we, we never yeah, that, yeah okay so naruto and sasuke or naruto sasuke and sakura team seven are getting Genny's the lowest rank of ninja, uh, ninja you can have. That's after you leave the academy. And then in the Leaf Village, at least, the Genning are paired up with a Jonin. And a Not paired Jonin, up, there's a team. Yeah. The team of three plus yeah. a Jonin. Okay. But there's a rank in between them, which is a Chunin. And there's like a secondary rank after that, which uh, it, it's relatively important. It's, it's called a special Jonin or a Tokubetsu Jonin which is like somebody who specializes in a certain skill and is so good at their skill that they could be a Jonin and that one particular skill, but are not Jonin across the board. So you have to be like across the board, good at a bunch of stuff to be a Jonin or else you're just like a, a Tokubetsu Jonin. If you're like good at like intelligence or, or like healing or infiltration um, or something like that, which they don't really explain too well because they never talk about it again outside of like the original Naruto and they barely mention it in the original Naruto. Right. But then there's Jonin and then there's like S-ranked ninja. Yeah. Zabuza, also known as the Demon of the Mist, um, which is interesting first character to throw at them yeah. um, because you start figuring out that these de- these uh, seven ninja swordsmen of the Mist are supposed to be very OP. And uh, anyways, uh, Kakashi's got him on the ropes, about to, about to kill him with his, uh, I don't even know if he calls it Chidori at the point. At I think that he point, just calls just it a lightning, lightning blade. Lightning blade. Yeah. Sprints at, um, sprints at going to going to put it through his heart. Haku appears randomly in front of, uh, in front of Zabuza, wears it, dies. And then, um, but Zabuza is already kind of beaten up pretty bad. Yeah. And the, the mob boss shows up. And like tries to embarrass Sabuza. It's basically like, I'm just going to take care of these Dinja instead of you. And then like basically spits on Haku's body. And then Naruto's like, what? That's your body, dude. Like, come on, stand up for him. And then talks Sabuza into fighting on behalf of Haku. Um, And then Sabuza does one of the cooler parts of OG Naruto, despite having his arms really jacked up. I don't remember remember how. puts puts uh, they might have even been blown off puts a coat kunai in its teeth his sh- uh which are shaved into points which is pretty cool like sharks um and then he just like rips through all of these random henchmen um mm. kills like tons of them as they're like stabbing him with giant swords and shit like comically large swords and sights in the back and then he i think he in the in the manga i'm pretty sure he beheads the guy um the the mob boss but in the show he just like cuts him in the stomach and kicks him into the river basically yeah um but either way he's dead which in the manga Um, makes more sense when he uses something called the executioner's blade yeah but he didn't have the blade the blade his arms were jacked he could he used a kudai oh that's right um but yeah and then so then zabuza goes down he's like i'm sorry haku didn't mean anything by it but he's already dead yeah. And they like bury Zabuza and, and Haku because I guess they're homies now um, and like leave the sword there, which is like comes back in Shippuden later. But 
yeah, that's like the first major arc um, kind of established this rivalry between Sasuke and Naruto as they're training to run up trees, which takes like five episodes, which is pretty it's annoying. Ridiculous. But, it's just um, so dumb. You figure out that Sakura is very good at chakra control, which doesn't matter for the rest of OG Naruto. Um, oh, okay. So I, I should say it does matter, but like they never like blatantly refer to it as chakra control. It's always just like a side thing that you're just supposed to think about. When? They kind of they get into it a little bit because when when they're talking about walking on water, yeah, um, Sakura is like the best at walking on stuff and just using yeah. chakra in a controlled manner. But again, that they that's the one thing where they set that up for her character, and it does end up like being super important later in the show yeah. in yeah. Shippuden especially. Um, but you, they they don't make that like useful for her in OG at all. No, which um, they yeah, she's like they could have, but yeah, yeah, she's you kind of get the feel you you can understand that she's really smart and really good at chakra control. But yeah, that's like, there's a bunch of filler after that where they're going on a bunch of stupid missions. And I want to say then next move is they tuning say exams. like, okay, tuning exams. Yeah. The first round is, uh, is it the first round of the test? Yes. So they do like one mission, none of which are, they do one canon mission. That's S ranked. That's S ranked. And then they never do another mission that you hear about again. And then they're just like, okay. I think they're like rescuing cats at some point. Yeah. Time to become tuning. And it's just, there should be some more stuff in between that. I mean, right. At least for like one or two more missions. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But, they, so, or, but if you're watching it, skip from the Zabuza arc right to the tuning exams. It's episodes one to 19 for the Zabuza arc. Actually, it just goes right into it. And episodes oh. 20 to 67 of the Naruto arc. That seems like a stretch. I think there's some filler in there. Probably. I vividly remember them like attacking a cat at some point. Um, no, but uh, Chinese's fine. The it, beginning test part is kind of stupid. I like it. Uh, it's it 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 doesn't like help anything though. Like it doesn't help you get a feel. Like you meet Kabuto, um, who's mm-hmm. a shady character from yeah. the sound. You think you, you meet all of like Naruto's like comrades. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. Because like, because when they're signing up for the tuning exam, they have to fight all of like he goes to try and fight Lee. Um, you meet Neji, who's like the genius of the leaf. Um, they call anyone who's good at fighting a genius, but not like Shikamaru, who's actually a genius, a genius, which is weird. But they just call him lazy because um, he is. Yeah, but he's yeah, also you meet a couple. Of the sand people show up. You meet Gara, who's a very shadowy figure. He like yeah, he's just I, I don't know. I like Gara a lot, but yeah, we can talk about that. Um, but yeah, then you get in the test and you meet Kabuto for the first time, who you think is kind of a throwaway. It turns out super important. He's, you think he's a leaf ninja uh, at the time. He kind of gives these stats. He ends up helping them at the end, getting getting to the final stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't know why at the time, like why he's being so helpful and why he keeps failing the tuning exam, quote unquote. But yeah, they do the test, the written test. They all pass because Naruto basically is a big idiot and doesn't fill out anything, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, it's, then, a, it's supposed to be about infiltration. So if you get the answers wrong, it's like about decision-making and, infil- and like intelligence gathering and whatnot. So if you get the wrong answers, you're out. But that's only if you get the wrong answers. So like if you make a wrong decision, essentially you're dead. But if you make a decision that doesn't end up affecting anything, then technically like you don't die. You just don't like win. So I thought the final thing was regardless of what happened on your test, they like ask you a question and you either like leave or stay and like a bunch of them just don't leave. And they're like, all right, you passed. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. that was, yeah. 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 And then originally uh, you think it's about infiltration. Well, 
come to find out like that part is important and they're, that's what they're actually watching the whole time and not how good your answers are. So like when Shino uses his like bugs and um, you know, when Conkrow uses his puppets and everything like that, like you kind of get a gauge of Sasuke uses a sharding gun. Um, oh, Neji uses a Byakugan. Yeah, Neji and Hinata use the Byakugan. Like you kind of get a gauge of what it means to be a ninja. Now, to be fair, they never show you that being useful ever again. Cause there's no like episodes or there's no arcs about infiltration. Or yeah, like they, d- they don't do any gathering. cool ninja shit. No, but that part is cool. Like I enjoy seeing like people have to figure out a way around their current predicament if they don't know like the answers. Yeah. Um, and then next is the force of death, right? Or forbidden yes. for it. No, not forbidden that next force, is the force of death. Yeah. And you just have to survive in the force of death, which is a variety of like creatures and other, and like the other ninja that made it through the first part. And like, you have to get a second scroll like there's the earth and the heaven scrolls. You have to get the second, like your other scroll, essentially. So if you have the earth scroll, you have to get a heaven scroll. If you have heaven scroll, mm-hmm. you have to get another scroll. And to, to get those, you either have to steal it from one, someone or just like take it from them because they're dead. So yeah, so I, in, 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 uh, to avoid talking about every little detail in the force death, important things you learn. Gara's a psycho. Yeah. He like murder. They, he comes across some people that he easily could have kind of let run away, and he just crushes all of them to death with his sand, which is yeah. cool because it's the first time they've like killed anyone in a serious way in the show, in like a cold blooded way. Um, the other thing is you meet these sound ninja. Sakura has her big cutting hair moment, and you're kind of like not sure what the sound ninja's deal is. They seem pretty strong. A bunch of the leaf need to team up to beat them, and then the big thing is Mitorochimaru. Orochimaru. Mirochimaru in the forest. He bites Sasuke, and Sasuke like is basically looks like he's poisoned or something. You don't really know. He's got this curse mark on his neck. Mm-hmm. And Sakura's kind of left to fend for herself. Um, but then I think there's, there's a big fight. Naruto shows up in Demon Fox form and like stops Orochimaru's uh summoning. Massive like, snake. Massive snake. Um and Sasuke fights Orochimaru, which objectively decent fight. Like I rewatched yeah, it recently, fight. but um obviously his fireball jutsu doesn't do anything ever so but the biggest big the biggest part of this like honestly the entire force of death saga is the curse mark um and and that's gara yeah setting up gara as this insane crazy person which is super Mm -hmm. fun and then um and then kind of setting up that the leaf ninja are relatively sticking together like they're not really fighting against each other all that much no um they kind of help each other out but but yeah, this curse mark you find out later like leads Sasuke back towards Orochimaru, like a lust for power. And it actually it actually provides power in a sense. But they get they get to the end with the help of Kabuto, which you don't realize until I think Shippuden um no, does he, he defect. No, does he, he defect right away. No, he kills a bunch of people in the tuning exams arc. Like I know, he, but you don't know that. Yeah, you, you do. just see him help them out. No, no, no. He like he like straight up mercs a bunch of different like that dude with the sword, like the the tuning exams proctor and um a couple of other people he, like he pairs up with the sand ninja and like kills them like you know it's kabuto because oh but that's that's before the before the final round you don't know it in the forest no you just think yeah. you're like why is this dude helping them and he's like oh i already got some extra scrolls so he like helps helps them get to the end because he needs to he needs sasuke to be in the final fight yes yeah. um and he's got like he's also like, and so they kind of like interested in naruto push through that i'm trying to think pretty much it for the um for that part and then you go into the turn like the tournament the forest 
like the 1v1s. Yeah, then 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 they go like right into these one-on-one battles. Um because there's too many candidates left I think was the reason. Um, no, there's see, always the tournament battles. But I thought it was supposed to happen at the fi- at like the big the big coliseum already oh yeah they do like a preliminary yeah yeah Yeah. just too many leaf survived yeah exactly so they have a couple cool fights tamari absolutely bufus 10 10 which is super fun tamari is a sand ninja she's awesome um true conqueror fucks up somebody i think it's a sound ninja or something yeah um you see lee Lee, um well we'll get to that that's a cool we'll, we'll come back to that so uh shikamaru um beats this random sound ninja by bonking her on the head yeah. using his shadow possession which have been way cooler i think i don't know why he doesn't do this you keep a dummy shuriken or kunai in your in your pouch you shadow possess somebody you take out the wooden one and you cut your own throat like you mimic cutting your own throat while the yeah. person's using a real kunai and cut like slices their throat open yeah that i also think that's hard. A, i also think that's that a little too hard, hard for kishimoto to like that realistically, yes. Yeah. So hard. 100 percent Just like, watching the person's fear as they have to cut their own throat. Oh. Like Shonen fun stuff with that. Shonen is one thing. It's too dark. Hidan did it. He stabs himself in the heart. Yeah, but he doesn't slice his own throat. Like slicing, so a, sick, slicing like slicing a throat is a big graphic. Okay, maybe he just stabs himself in the stomach or something. Yeah. Just like commits seppuku or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a cool fight. Um Sasuke beats that one of the fake leaf ninja that's with kabuto yeah. oh no it's a grass ninja i thought no it's a leaf ninja he beats oh that's right that's right he has the little spectacles yeah yeah fucks him up but he's he's like absorbing his <laughs> chakra but then sasuke uses the curse mark and messes him up then kakashi takes him into this other room and seals the curse mark and like almost gets beat up by orochimaru um scares him off enough yeah kakashi pretty good naruto naruto fights uh kiba beats kiba Kiba is more annoying than Naruto at this point. Yeah, he can get pretty annoying, like the fang over fang. Hinata and Neji, Neji fight, fight mm-hmm. and ne- Neji absolutely crushes her. Yeah. Um, Hinata shows like a sense of resilience, which like because really... Naruto's cheering her on. Yeah, and Naruto and like Eno fight. It's awful. Oh, that's so bad. I didn't and want they to punch talk each about other. It. They punch each other in the head. We're gonna skip it pretty much, but they fight. Eno kind of wins, I suppose. Um, they both lose. Fight. That's what happens. Oh, they both lose. Yeah, oh, they don't actually have like a fight yeah, after the worst that. two characters yeah. in the OG Naruto. But um, fight to a standstill. Shino, Shino uses cool bug stuff and blows this guy's arm apart, which is sweet. Shino goes um, hard. Yeah, he actually mercs that dude, that sound ninja guy. Um, I don't, I don't know if I'm missing anybody. Like I said, ten. Oh, I don't remember who Conqueror will fight, but he beat him up bad. Yeah, all the sand ninja get to the final rounds, um, and then the next round is like. So well, let's talk about the Gara, the Gara, um, the Gara Rock Lee fight because that's yeah. in the prelims. So Rock Lee is already like the fastest ninja in the Leaf, and then yeah. he takes off these weights after Gara. Well, he's the fastest getting. He's the fastest getting in the Leaf. Yeah, this it was this is the fastest ninja you've seen thus far. Yeah, yeah, true. And then suddenly he takes off these ankle weights and drops them, and turns out they're like three hundred pounds or something, like you're supposed to assume. And he's like insanely fast. He almost beats Gara. He's got him on the ropes, and at the end, Gara like crushes his leg and his arm. Yeah. And then he's like definitely out of commission. But you you figure out that he's the only one that's ever hit Gara in Gara's life. Like the only one that's ever broken this sand, like yeah. gotten to his uh, sand shield, his sand armor. And he goes insane and uh, and, like, tries to kill Lee. 
he, yeah, he tries to kill him and guy step guy sensei, uh, Rockley sensei that he like likens himself to, um, steps in and saves Lee and, and Gara's like, why would you save him? He's a loser. And you find out Gara's like has all these messed up, messed up things about him that he just thinks that if you're like, no one should love anyone. And if you get in his way, he'll kill you. And yeah. I don't know. He, he's a pretty hard character. It's, it's, he's a fun one. Um, it looks like he's wearing cool eyeliner. Tomorrow, um, but he's actually just tired because he can never yeah. sleep. Because but demon, you learn that way later. Yeah, the demon inside him is keeping him up all the time. Which if would he make, falls asleep, the demon will like take a, take take control basically. Yeah, his ceiling jutsu. So spoiler alert on the spoiler section, his ceiling jutsu is moderately weak. So like Naruto's is pretty strong, and it's, it's like the strongest because yeah. of his lineage. Well, it's also the strongest because of the jutsu that's used. Right, but be- between between him being an Uzumaki, yeah, and also his dad and his mom being insanely good at sealing, yeah, and like the Reaper Death Seal being, yeah, what it is, um, and then so well, yeah, get some time out. off, yeah. So Sas after that, right? Because like yeah. that's that's when Naruto learns from Jiraiya. Jiraiya. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's where you meet Jiraiya, who is affectionately known as Pervy Sage, which. In Naruto, Shippuden is cool, but in Naruto, he, like, is perverted over, like, underaged women. Yeah, it's really so messed up. It, it's so, super, it's super bad, and I don't, like, they, they just don't do a good job with that, but he's one of the legendary Sanin, which are, like, three of these legendary... You don't notice at the time. Yeah, but... but they he, mention it, but you don't know who it is. Yeah, and so, I'll, I'll just say this now, the legendary Sanin are Rochimaru, Tsunade, and Jiraiya... They were all part of a team that was headed by the third Hokage and they all kind of like split off. Like Orochimaru obviously is no longer with the village. Jiraiya kind of does his own thing. And so does Tsunade. They don't really spend much time in the village. Um, You don't know anything about Tsunade up to this point. Yeah. So, but the third Hokage is the the current Hokage and the fourth Hokage is, is like, is dead. And we've mentioned that before, but like, those are his students. So anyways, they have some time off. Yeah. Sasuke learns Chidori from Kakashi. Kakashi. Naruto learns Rasengan from uh, oh, Jiraiya. He learns this uh, summoning jutsu. He does not learn oh, Rasengan. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because he, right. uh, he sees Sasuke use it in the Chunin exams and is like, ah. I need an answer for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so then they have the final battles. Uh, Shikamaru almost beats Tamari, but then runs out of chakra, so he gives himself up. Yeah. So, but you find out that he's really smart and he like outplans Tamari, who's also super, super smart, which is yeah. a cool part about her character. She has ranged attacks and she's like a genius. That's correct. Um, which is fun. Yeah, she's the best. And then who else fights in that? Naruto um, and Neji. Naruto and Neji. Naruto wins, and you find out that he's not as dumb as sometimes you might think. He's yeah. becoming a he's becoming quite effective at using his shadow clones. So this Neji is something I want to talk about this big, with Naruto. Big fight. Well, Neji and him have this big issue because like Neji's like, it's your fate to lose. And you find out that Neji has this jacked up curse mark that like is allowed, allows like the head of his Hyuga family to like melt his brain if he steps out of line, essentially. So yeah. yeah. So who else fights though, real quick? Sasuke and Gara is the final one. Right, but that gets broken up, right? Essentially. Like it doesn't yeah. even finish. That's it, I think. There are only six left. Shino, does Shino not fight? Maybe he, oh, he's supposed to fight, but then, then the, the whole thing yeah. gets blown up. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are supposed to fight, but they, they don't get a chance. I don't think Kankuro gets a chance either. No, I think Kankuro and Shino were the ones who were going to fight each other. Yeah, that checks out. But Shino probably should have been a tuning by the end of the tuning exams if he got a chance to fight. 
yeah, I think he might be Cockrell. Just the bugs yeah. really do a number on. They could just stop the puppets. Like, the puppets' movement. Yeah, and that's GG. But, but and if anything though, they wanted to attack. The sand wanted to attack because they didn't want to reveal their like abilities. Yeah, they were hoping to keep those secret. One thing I did want to mention with Naruto and like the running bit with Naruto in the original and like part of his character development is like, oh, this is the big dumb or this is the dumb ninja and he's just loud and obnoxious and everything. But he he wins all of his fights and like he learns a bunch of really hard jutsu in a short amount of time. Yeah, they don't really, they gloss over the fact, you don't, you don't really understand that the reason he can use Shadow Clone so effectively is because he has like an insane amount of chakra. Yeah. One, because he's an Uzumaki and two, because of the, the Fox spirit. Yeah. So he gets, he's able to like use this jutsu. Yeah. That they def, definitely gloss over that when like um, Aruka Sensei is like in danger and uses like all these Shadow Clones. Um, but you find out, they gloss over the fact that that's forbidden and it's yeah. forbidden because it uses a ton of chakra and it could kill you. Exactly. But when you have so much chakra and you can split it up evenly, then it doesn't really matter. Exactly. But like with Naruto, what, what I've come to realize is that he was never dumb. Like he didn't have any parents. So he had nobody to like read to him to get into reading. So, and that's like a huge part of like childhood intelligence building is like early reading. He doesn't like, he skips a lot of formal school because he's always like, he's a degenerate because he has no parents so yeah. and like the third Okage, the third Okage just, just kind of loosely pay, yeah pay, keeps an eye on him. He he pays enough of his uh of his bills to give him some spoiled milk and some ramen, but that's it. You know, great good on yeah, him. They, they when they take Kashi through around to like show him his new students, yeah. they paint Naruto to be this like this like degenerate kid that like doesn't take care of himself. And then you remember he's like ten years old. Yeah, and he's he's responsible for getting his own food. Yeah. And it's like, wow, he's drinking this spoiled milk. It's like, well, no shit. He doesn't know it's spoiled. He doesn't know what spoiled means. Yeah. Like he's not dumb. He's just, he, he's a depressed kid with no parents, barely any formal and ADHD. No caretakers. Yeah. (laughs) Like how, what did you expect him to be? Like, yeah, he wants attention because he has nobody. So of course he's going to be loud and obnoxious. Right. So then at the end of this Coliseum fight, Sasuke and Gara start fighting after Gara just kills some random henchmen like in the Coliseum. But yeah. midway through the fight, the sand, quote unquote, start their attack. They kill those people. Yeah. And I think Kakashi snags Sasuke and like basically like poofs him out of there. Yeah. So I think they put a bunch of people, I think they put like the entire stadium in a Genjutsu. Yeah, that's right. Everyone goes Which, to sleep except for Sakura figures it out. I don't even remember who does it because i don't know if there are any genjutsu users that strong in that village i think it's all of the jonin are sitting there and they all do it together oh okay that might make sense but all the same jonin kind of do it together um but then sakura figures it out because she's really smart and releases it i think shikamaru does too Um, yeah shikamaru released it pretends to be asleep yeah yeah yeah, well probably for the best because if he was awake they probably would have killed him yeah exactly I mean, he's probably honestly. They, they, well, they painted as lazy, but I think what he was doing is was strategizing. Yeah, because um, he's always strategizing. Yeah, he does it because he doesn't want to um, die. But yeah, so then there's this big fight that starts, and um, I think we can like get into the fight and what happens there. Um, Which fight? 
the big fight. When, the Orochi, like, you can say the Orochimaru and yeah. like third Hokage fight. Orochimaru and third Hokage. And then do they take off after the Sand Ninja right away? Is that what happens? Yes. So Orochimaru reveals to himself to be the fourth Kaze Kage, which is the name of the leader of the Sand Village. Because he and, killed the fourth Kaze Kage. Yeah, and the fourth Kaze, Kaze Kage was Gara, Tamari, and Kankuro's father. So they think that their dad is just being an evil person this entire time for like the last year or so while Orochimaru has been controlling this village and turns out it's not their dad. It's Orochimaru. So that part kind of sucks. And I can only imagine what that did for Gara. He reveals himself to be the fourth Kazekage next to the third Okage. And then as they're like figuring that out, Naruto and Gara fight, and the two of them kind of like split off or Sasuke and Gara continue their fight. And then like Naruto, Shikamaru and all of them like are starting to wake up out of the Genjutsu because of the two that Ryan mentioned earlier, which was like Shikamaru and uh, Sakura. And then some of the Jonin show up. So like Guy and Kakashi like show up to assist and like break some people out so that they can help fight the, the Sand Ninja um they all just like they're everything's kind of messed up because there's not enough like ninja outside of the arena to fight enough like of the sand and sound ninja so what what really happens with that is like now you just have like the genin and like sai uh, and kakashi and guy have to fight like the entirety of the sound and sand ninja and like pursue gar a little bit while the Ambu and the third Okage, like try and do something about Orochimaru. So. The Ambu, the most useless and overrated people in the entire arc. They're they're called the Ambu Black Ops, and they, they have sweet masks. They have sweet masks and sweet gear and and a sweet name. And past that, the only useful Ambu are former Ambu because the rest of them are dead. And that that would be Kakashi, uh, Itachi, Yamato, and Sai. Yeah. But Sai's not even really technically part of the Ambu because he's part of Rune. No, no. So is Yamato. Yeah. Well, no. Well, Yamato joins the Ambu, like the actual Ambu. Right. So, so yeah. he is an Ambu member. But like, yeah. So the Ambu suck. They don't do anything when they're the only people that can do anything in this. Like, they're the people that aren't caught in the Genjutsu because all the Chunin and other Genin are caught in this Genjutsu. So they're just getting murked by some sound and sand jonin which sucks and you should expect them to be better considering they're a big village um, oh but they're not you know you can make the argument well they're not for like outward attacks or for like infiltration and assassination but like the way to get into the into ambu is to be a chunin and you have to be good at outward attacks essentially to be a chunin so it, it's yeah. it's terrible but the, yeah, the uh, getting takeoff yeah. Guy and Kakashi continue to fight yeah. the sound people. Yeah. The Genin take off after Gara and Kankuro. Yeah. You meet Asuma by this point, by the way. Right. That's right. Asuma is Shikamaru and Ten Ten. No, Shikamaru and Eno Eno's. and Choji's. Yeah. Uh, sensei. Oh, yeah. What happens to Choji? He gets fucked up, right? Yeah. I don't think he makes it into the, the Coliseum round. No, he doesn't make yeah. it into the Coliseum. He doesn't even make it into the um, original round. And I don't know why that is. Because I don't remember him fighting anybody in the original like preliminary. Does he like, give himself up? Maybe I think so. Doesn't he get like paired against somebody strong and he's like, "Nah, fuck that." I don't know. Yeah. But 
I, that's it's been a while since I've seen it, but um, and Kerr and I is the Genjutsu person, which we should touch on just a little bit before that, which um, is never used in the entire show. But she's the Genjutsu Jonin who is um, Shino, um, Hinata's, and Kiba's leader, and they're like specifically so just a, a short touch on the teams like the teams are designed with something in mind so like naruto's team is really just like a front lines team where if there was ever like a a war like the third great ninja war essentially like they would be dispatched as essentially like marines of some sort right like they're the first ones in because they have enough like power potential to do some damage before like other people get there um the uh the current i team is meant for tracking and infiltration so they all can like hinata has the byakugan which can see a, a wide distance in like in 360 kiba it has dog powers just that's basically it he can smell really well and he has like a dog a ninja dog that joins him and then shino is and these are all like specific clans that have these abilities shino has these bugs he's just bug boy have you seen my yeah. have you seen have you seen my bug? Shikamaru's team is the Inoshika Cho formation team, which their three clans have been like boys since the inception of the village, which give or take either happened 50 years ago or 200 years ago. You're not really quite sure because the timelines don't make sense until like the end of Naruto Shippuden. But uh, which is something that I've I made a video about before I ever even thought about doing this. So Naruto's team, Sasuke is pursuing Gara because he doesn't get caught in the Genjutsu. Naruto and Shikamaru and crew have to like go and pursue them. So like they get caught by like some sound ninja and like Shikamaru essentially is like, nah, you got to go and fight like Gara with Sasuke and like help him in, I think Sakura is with them them too. But like, you got to go help them because I'm not good enough to do that. So I'll be the distraction and like, forfeit my life for this mission yeah because there's like 12 dudes right yeah and yeah. he actually does pretty well at first yeah he like he like traps like half of them in the shadow paralysis jutsu i think all 12 of them yeah and then he's running a tracker though quickly yeah because he just wasted it all in his fight so and then asuma shows up and like helps him out which yeah, I you, absolutely marks everybody you find yeah. out he's really good yeah you learn asuma is part of like the upper tier of jonin which is consisting of like Asuma, Guy, and Kakashi, and allegedly Kuranai, but they don't. Again, female characters—they don't do anything good with them. Like it's—it's just—it is what it is, and it's unfortunate. So they then uh, Naruto and Sa- or Naruto like find Sasuke. Sasuke's getting a shit kicked in by a trans, like a partially transformed, like Gara, who is super mad, and then Naruto like does a bunch of cool shit with uh some like um what do they call it taijutsu and then um and then gara goes full one tails so he unleashes the one tails and the one tail starts like destroying a bunch of shit like it's basically like have your own personal atomic bomb so at this point it's like half powered because it doesn't use any of its like abilities outside of like its wind style abilities and its sand abilities but and, and Gara's just kind of like float, like hanging in the top front yeah, of it. Like um, yeah. I liken it to the weird grandma in the SpongeBob movie yes. when that giant fish comes up and she's just like, do you want any ice cream? I'd like to know if they thought about that because of Naruto. Cause a lot of those cartoon people watch anime. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird though. That is weird. Naruto 
uses the summoning jutsu that he's recently learned and like taps into his fox chakra that he's recently learned to like somewhat control through Jiraiya who undid a little bit of the ceiling jutsu so that he could have like better chakra control and summons the massive frog the massive frog in him like stave off Gara's one tails and like he transforms the frog uh into the nine tails so it looks like the nine tails is fighting but the frog's actually fighting and then they like he like headbutts Gara and Gara like snaps out of it and they like fall to the ground and he like has some super choice words for Gara. He's like, I know how you feel. I'm going through that same thing, except like I have friends now that care about me despite it only being 15 episodes into the show. And uh, but like you just gotta hang tight and like not be depressed. Just like stop being depressed. And Gara instantly takes that into account and it's like, oh you're right. I'm not depressed anymore. Yeah. I love my friends actually. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really do that. He's just like, I'm not just not going to go on murderous rampages anymore. Right. And then Conqueror and Tamari and him just kind of, once they, I think they kind of fade out and they're like, they yeah, eventually get, they get back to the, the sand village. And then eventually word gets around that the original Kazekage was dead. And they're like, oh, my bad. We were just yeah. following orders. Sounds yeah. familiar. Germany, 1938. <laughs> um, Gar gets away with it, I think, just because he's the Jinchuriki. So they can't really do anything about him. I mean, yeah, he literally murders everybody that he fights, but yeah. Um, but, but then the, Nar- the Orochimaru and the uh, third Okage fight. Right. So And they, what are the, the, the sound dudes seal them in? No, the Ambu seal them in. Why? Just because, so you can deal no, with them alone? Yeah, because the Hokage said, like, if we don't seal them in, like, this is going to be a lot more damage. He's going to destroy the village. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they seal them in. They have this long, drawn-out fight. You find out. Uh, Orochimaru can use reanimation jutsu. He summons the first and second Hokage. Yeah. Um, but you don't really know their names all that. Or if so, you like hear them mentioned once. Yeah. Um, you don't really know what their abilities are really or why it matters. Yeah. Um, well, you know that the they're like first Hokage, power, right? Yeah. You, you know that the first Hokage style, can right? use uh, can use wood style. But that doesn't mean anything at the time. You don't know no, why that's special. It's like they call it like a hidden ninja art like deep forest emergence or like hidden ninja mm-hmm. art like wood style and so it's not technically a keke genkai yet you just know that he's like the only person that can use that and then well, you don't you don't really you're not sure of that well that's true you know what i mean well they refer to it as like the first okage's like secret technique and then toby rama the second okage is really good with water style and so he wears like blue because of that his his fit is sick like Toby Rama is a sweet character, has a sweet character design. His fit is sick, but it's straight up like him and, uh, um, oh damn, what's his name? Hashirama? Um, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Toby Rama's fit is exactly like, um, geez, Katara's brother and Avatar. Sokka? Yeah, Sokka, I was about yeah. to say Same Sokka. fit. Same, Same fit. fit. Just Way different blue, characters. Blue Canada goose on with the fur on the outside. True. Facts. Um, but yeah, he beats... What does he beat both of them somehow? Well, I mean, just a... he like forces them into not moving, right? Somehow, like it's right. a good, it's and... like a decent fight. Like that, the, you see a lot of cool jutsu. You see like the Hokage fight, and you're just like, oh, okay, these guys are super strong. Like, yeah, of course that would destroy the village because they like restructure that entire like cubes worth of um, space into like a completely new terrain. So yeah, for sure. That that part was that part was cool. Um, Orochimaru uses some cool jutsu, and then 
The biggest uh, part here is the re- you you learn about the Reaper Death Seal. Yeah, you learn about the Reaper Death Seal, which he seals the first and second Okage and Orochimaru's arms. Into, so he can't use Jutsu. Into the, uh, into the Reaper Death Seal, thus sacrificing himself. Yeah, in order to use the Reaper Death Seal, you have to give up yourself. Um, yeah. you're, you're, you're signing a contract in blood, essentially. Yeah. Um, and that, But that comes back later in the show is really important. Um, Super strong. Cool, really cool animation, too. It's like this kind of ghostly phantom character that appears behind you. Um, has this, I think it's got like beads in one hand and a sword in the other or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, I just, I think that's, that's some of the, he's got, he's got the, the, uh, the knife in his mouth, oh, no, the knife in his mouth and his yeah. beads. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he kind of, kind of grabs the soul out of you. So he could, he was trying to seal all the Rochamara, but he was also yeah. impaled. So he was running out of strength essentially and could only seal his arms. So he couldn't use jutsu, which was effective. Um, and then he so, dies. The third Okage. Uh, Orochimaru also tries tried to reanimate the fourth Okage too, and but he stopped like, him. Yeah, well, he does stop him, but he's also like, I can't let him reanimate him. Like he's too strong. Part of it is because the fourth Okage's soul is sealed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A bunch of most of it's sealed inside. Uh, well, we won't get to those spoilers yet. Yeah, but like, so he would not. He wouldn't have been able to summon the fourth Okage anyway. But like that's part of like apparently the reason that it stops. Not to say that that Akishimoto actually thought about it, because he didn't. It's it's just like the third Okage stops it using some Earth style jutsu or whatever. I don't think he would have thought about it because then he eventually gets reanimated. Yeah, but that's after they break the Reaper Death Seals. So yeah, but he he manages to seal away his arms, mm. but he gets impaled, um, and the third Okage ends up dying. Um, the Genin come back to the village. And the sound ninja and Rochimaru flee. Yeah. Um, they're kind of like picking up the pieces. They have a funeral for the third Okage. Yeah. Um, and I want to say there's some, then there's more training, right? Yeah. Then Naruto, then there's the, then it's like the, you got to find the next Okage. So they're just like, okay, Jiraiya doesn't want to be Hokage despite asking him like 15 times. And because he has a mission that you don't really know about yet. Yeah. So Naruto and Jiraiya are like hanging out. That's where you see Itachi and Kisame for the first time too. Hmm. And they're like on the Itachi other- Sasuke's older brother that you find out murdered oh, we even the, entire Uchiha, the entire Uchiha clan. Yeah. We haven't really even talked about Sasuke, but we'll, we, we can get to that. So Sasuke and like Itachi fight. Not really. Sasuke tries to fight Itachi. Itachi like one hits him and then shoves him up against a wall, which has become a meme. And then Jiraiya comes in and like, uses a couple of jutsu and really kind of pushes Kisame in attaching to a pretty hard corner because Itachi has to use Amaterasu to get, to get out of that. Yeah, if it was literally any, anyone else but but Itachi, who you start finding out is like one of the strongest ninja in the world, is yeah. like, it, I think they would have been really screwed yeah. if it was Kisame and any other, any other person. Like at this point, Orochimaru and Jiraiya are stronger than the third Okage. So in terms of like power leveling, which is what we've done, and I might include a clip of that of that like power scaling that we did in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kakashi's just below Itachi. So there's Kakashi, yeah. Guy, and Asuma are like Jonin rank A, okay? And then there's S-ranked people who are like the Sanin, essentially. No, there's S-ranked people like Itachi. And then there's like Kage level, which are like kind of the same thing between S-rank and Kage. Um, Kage can take on a bunch of S-Rank Ninja and then which the third Okage was but at the time that the third Okage was fighting at like 75 years old 
he was really just like an S-rank ninja. Yeah, not a fair fight. He's so old. No. And then like Orochimaru and Jiraiya are like Kage level ninja. Right. So. I guess digression. The Uchiha clan. Yeah. Sasuke, Itachi, Uchiha. The only only Uchiha you know about at the, at the time. The only, sur- really. the only surviving Uchiha from Itachi massacring his clan. All you know about him in Oji Naruto is that Itachi killed everyone, but he left Sasuke alive. They have this special Keke Genkai called the Sharingan. Sharingan. Yeah. It's a dojutsu, which means aijutsu. Yeah. There are two dojutsu and... introduced to the Sharingan and the Byakugan, which the Hyuga clan has, which consists of Neji and Hinata. But yeah, the Sharingan, it has a bunch of cool powers. Like basically, if someone's moving super fast, you can see him. It basically seems like slow motion to you which is helpful for a lot of doing jutsu as well as defending against jutsu and taijutsu. And then also you find out later in the show, like when Itachi shows up for the first time, it has very strong genjutsu properties. Mm-hmm. Um, uses a suit during that time. Right. And basically you can like for 10, what's, what's 10 seconds in the real world, a person can be locked in this like torture chamber for what feels like hours or days. I mean, he does it to Kakashi and basically kind of knocks him out of commission for like a week. Um, and then you don't know this at the time, but also you can use other cool Jutsu, like Amaterasu. Like you don't know where the Black Flames come from. Yeah. Um, in OG Naruto, they just show up yeah. um, and he burns out of that toad stomach. But Which is um, like the one know, time that Kishimoto is like, oh, I'm going to reintroduce this later. And you're yeah, like, gonna tease this. Yeah. Gonna tease this. Yeah. There's different stages of Sharingan. Like you awaken it at some point, usually in time of like strife or struggle like if somebody around you is hurt or you're really scared it'll like awaken and then you can go there's like you get like two little marks to start and they're then... called a to- tomo tomo Tom- tomo tomoe yeah tomoe tomoe i don't know uh, something like that t-o-m-o-e in english yeah i think it's i think it's tomoe um for that's that's how the dub pronounces it at least but okay. yeah it starts with two and then as you fight more and like more traumatic shit happens to you you get like a third one but that's all you know about in the in the OG Naruto. You don't know anything about um, the stages past that. Mm-hmm. Um, you just know that at some point Sasuke develops the third. I think it was when he gets bitten by the curse mark. No, so he gets the second one then. And then he gets the third one in his fight with Naruto. That's right. Yeah, so, but it, the eye gets better kind of as you add these Tomoe. They're like a super important clan in, in, the, in, the, in the saga. Yeah. Um, they're super strong because of the Sharingan and they're like highly regarded as such. Yes. Um, so yeah, Tachi shows up and tries to take Naruto because he wants the fox. Yeah. Um, and Sasuke's like, what? You're not here to kill me? And he goes, no, I, I, you're weak and you don't have enough hate inside you. Yeah. And he basically keeps pushing Sasuke. Um, and he's like, you're a scrub. Nobody cares about you. If and I didn't kill you because you're so weak. Yeah. Jiraiya kind of scares him off. They get in a scuffle with the um, with the leaf Jonin. Which Kurenai gets absolutely murked when she uses her genjutsu. Right. They kind of hint that Kurenai has special eyes, but they're not actually a true dojutsu. No. It was, it wasn't Asuma, was Guy there or was it just Asuma Kakashi and Kurenai? It was Guy, because remember when they fight in in No, Guy shows up. He's late. Yeah. Remember they fight in Shippuden? He's like, you don't remember me? And he's all pissed off because he's like, Guy doesn't remember who he is. Yeah, Kisame. Um, Yeah, Kisame, the shark boy. Cool character design. Really cool character design. I like his I like his voice in the dub too a lot. Just a cool character. Um, he's got he's got I, I think good, so too. Yeah. There's not there's not really any cheesiness about him. No. Um, same with Itachi. Yeah. I like uh, they're they're part of a group called the Akatsuki. You don't know much about them in the OG at all. No. But they have these cool black robes with clouds on them. They wear these cool hats. 
with like little streamers that come down with bells on them. Um, But you just know they're super strong and they want Naruto for his fox spirit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So they get, they get scared off by Jiraiya. Sasuke gets pissed that Itachi didn't want to kill him and that he was too weak. So he keeps like training super hard. Yeah. And he's like, Naruto that Itachi is there for Naruto because like because naruto is allegedly strong that that like makes him think that naruto is stronger than him right so then they take off jiraiya's like they'll be back in three years no no that's later on the show but um they need to go find tsunade because they need a new hokage and so along with that they go training they go on a little excursion they teaches him this cool like rotation based jutsu called rasengan that he finds out the fourth hokage developed the only other dude with spiky blonde hair in the entire world who what um, i don't i don't know what you're talking about no relation but yeah so he's teaching the school jutsu all while like sasuke's training like crazy with kakashi getting better at the chidori also another funny part about the dub sasuke's voice actor is hella committed to rolling his r's and pronouncing all the names like he's actually speaking japanese and uh, naruto's voice actor is very much not and so you get this funny dichotomy where like Nar like sasuke might say Naruto in a very like Japanese accent, and then Naruto, Naruto and then Naruto will say Sasuke in like a almost <laughs> upper Midwest terrible accent. Not to not to rag on on Miley Flanagan, I will always have a special a good job in my heart for her. But she's a good job. Steve Bloom is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, dope actors. Shout out Zawaza and every other character. Shout ever. out Steve Bloom again on a second back to back podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah, because the last That's one was funny, about yeah. Cowboy Bebop, and he's the voice I'm, of the main character. Another reason you should watch that show. He also is the voice of Toonami. Yeah. So, like the, the, the robot guy in Toonami, that's Steve Bloom. Zabuza. Like any, yeah, Zabuza. Orochimaru. Oh, that's right. A bunch of other cool characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they they go off looking for Shinade, who you find out is one of the Sani, and she's super strong. She's a degenerate gambler. Granddaughter um, of the first Hokage. Yes. So she's like kind of it makes sense for her to be this. She's Kage level fighter. She yeah. is the, has lineage. Amazing medical uh, ninja. Really great medical ninja. Um, she says no at first, and then Naruto f- tries to fight her. Does actually okay, um, but she largely dismantles him. Yeah. Um, because she's a Sani, of course. And but then because like, of his fighting spirit, she agrees to come back and be the Kage. Well, we're missing the part where Orochimaru steps in. Because he wants her to heal his arms, because he thinks oh, that's like right. he, she's the oh, only person yeah, that can yeah. do that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like they're like tugging back and forth, and she ends up saying like "fuck you, Orochimaru." Yeah, so her Jiraiya and mm. fight Orochimaru and Kabuto. You're and, forgetting too why she thought about agreeing because he was going to promise to reanimate uh, her, her love, yeah, her, like, the love of her life, and her brother who both yeah. died in the Ninja War, and she was yeah. like. She, she was like kind of done with the ninja world because of it took away like the two favorite people in her life yeah who both wanted to be hokage and like she thought about them when naruto was saying that so yeah han didn't stand a chance i just want to put yeah. that out there he was not never yeah, gonna he, be hokage no no chance yeah that they was, fight that was big daddy minato out there they fight kabuto who's really good that you find out um and orochimaru and it's like this cool tr- three signing fight naruto does okay with kabuto he was saying that's his Let's himself get stabbed in the hand so he yeah. can pull Kabuto in and throws a Rasengan at him. 
And then you find out uh, Orochimaru is pretty much beaten, but they ended up like escaping essentially yeah. after like a decent amount of damage done in Naruto. And then I think Tsunade is like, you're still having the will to like push on. Even here's though, my like, we're, grandfather's necklace. And right. you, here's the here's first Hokage's cool. necklace. And then I'll come to the village and be Hokage. Right. So that's how that resolves. They come back. Um, Naruto now having learned Rasengan. Um she takes up the role as Hokage. I think they go on a couple crappy missions, maybe like filler. Yeah. But then they have this big fight outside the hospital. Sasuke and Naruto do. Sasuke attempts to use Chidori on Naruto. Naruto responds with Rasengan. Um, Sakura tries to Ras- jump in between them. But instead, Kakashi redirects both of them. And yeah. um, Sasuke finds out that Naruto's Rasengan is super, super powerful, like even yeah. more so than his Chidori. So he gets all butthurt right after that the sound ninjas show back up and they're mm-hmm. like hey man if you come with us you can train at the rochimaru hey, and get that curse some, mark we got some candy got some, got some free powers for you yeah we have to swallow the most town all pms wins krish krish yeah, yeah. so they they convince sasuke to go and they're like we'll help you get that curse mark up and running yeah and they like take them with because they, they all they all have curse marks yeah, they all have, they all these signage have curse marks, and they're like, yeah. including um, we're not going to digress for Anko. Fuck Anko. Never mind. Um, so yeah, they take him. He decides to go because he wants power. He wants to be able to beat and kill Itachi, which is like what Orochimaru promises, basically. But the whole time, Orochimaru wants Sasuke for his body. Um, he wants to be able to take over his body so he can like live and have the Sharingan. Well, yeah, and, and like the Sharingan, and this is where like maybe I should enter like interject with like historical purposes and whatnot just to give like better content text than like i've run into the problem of just like reading the synopsis of the show and i, I want to diverge from that a little bit because like yeah. if, if you're gonna watch the show you might as well just watch it and not listen to us talk about it um and i gotta get better i gotta get better at that but like long story short the the shining gun is a power that can perform a lot of abilities that many consider unnatural natural but yeah, sound they, they ninja all have yeah. curse marks mm-hmm. which is unusual because the curse marks like kill one or nine out of every 10 attempts you have to be super super strong to handle the yeah. curse mark essentially yeah. or like be the right match yeah. and each curse mark is unique it kind of gives these cool like flame looking things and it like can to your skin turn your body like reconstruct your body into something else Right. So they take off, like they take off with Sasuke. They gather up all these Genin, uh, Shikamaru, Kiba, Rockley. No, Neji. it's just, no, because Rockley's in the hospital still recovering from his leg getting broken by Gara. That's right. He fights Kimimaru later. Yeah. So it's Neji, Choji, um, Kiba, and Neji, Choji, Shikamaru, Kiba, and Naruto. Because it's the Sound Ninja five, four, four, five, technically, because of the, the twins. Mm. So the Sound Ninja 5 versus the 5 Genin or 4 tuning or 4 Genin and 1 tuning. And, um, and and so they each have their own individual fights, which are cool. Um, and and this, is, this is a part where I'd rather talk about like just kind of gloss over the fights because they're cool in their own respects. People should and have talk died. Talk about the fact that people should have died. People should have died. So the problem with Naruto in a nutshell outside of killing the third Okage, nobody dies in the show. Like not a single person. There aren't any. Not state- anyone of note. No. 
in, in OG Naruto, of course, and Shippuden, plenty of people die. Yeah, uh, yeah, but even then, like Shippuden, it's very staged in Shippuden. I don't know, dude. Like the one death that I hated kind of came out of nowhere. Like you're like, why did this guy? The one die? in the war. Yeah. Well, that's part of the problem is because of his abilities. Like he should have just lived that one and done the rotation. That's what I'm saying. Like that yeah. one kind of didn't make sense. No, but, that's that so one they, they do two. This the is like this Kish- Kishimoto, like annoying shit. Like yeah. he sets up in one episode or one chapter that, you know, Choji's fighting this guy and Choji's like a fat bitch that I hate in OG. Like he's useless. He, he's allowed and he just eats a lot and he's like not good at fighting. He always gets a shit kicked in, but yeah. he's fighting this other fat guy who uses a bunch of like annoyingly fat guy powers, like, like building big mud walls and like doing other things that involve like throwing large objects and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But Choji, Choji fights him and they have a big fat guy fight. Um, and he calls him fat and Choji gets all pissed off. Cause that's like a trigger word. Um, Choji takes these food pellets and they set up like word for word. This is like verbatim. If I eat the red pill, like I'll die. <laughs> and like, he knows that. So he takes the red pill. He gets super strong. And then he beats this guy. And then you see this kind of weird looking butterfly land on his like slowly fading body as he's like so happy with himself. There's like a peaceful moment. And you're like, wow, that's so nice. Choji gave himself up to help his friends. Like he's finally useful. He made that ultimate sacrifice. Look at that butterfly. That clearly means Choji is dead. And that butterfly is his soul flying onto the next, you know, to the next, the next world or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And then they just go back to the village. Choji's all, all set, just in the hospital, chilling. Neji gets stabbed numerous amounts of times and should have just died based on loss of, loss of blood. Right, yeah, Neji gets really messed up bad. But And I love Whose podcast so, is this? Wait a minute, we'll go on to that in a second. I'll go on to it. If, if I damn well please, I want to go on to it. Well, I'm just saying, like, Neji is one of my favorite characters, so I, yeah. I was fine that he didn't die, just because mm-hmm. I like him. But like, yeah. yeah, he gets messed up really bad too. But Cho- Choji's like word for word. Like if you take this pill, you will die. Yeah. And then he just doesn't die. Yeah. Like what? Wh- why would you put that in there? Like there's no there's no suggestion that Choji is somehow like some, stu- he's not a Jinchuriki. He's not some super strong guy that can yeah. overcome this red pill. He should die. Yeah. He's, he's not even the best in his clan. Like there's, his dad's like sick, but you don't really know that yet. But like same with Neji. Neji gets really messed up and he doesn't die um so but the only disagreement i have of that with you is that choji doesn't have a complete character arc to justify a death as much as neji does because he goes from being the asshole dude that hates his cousin who is like forced to do all this stuff to being like released of his curse by naruto during their fight and he doesn't get released well no he doesn't but what i'm saying is is like naruto like points his him in a new direction and like takes on his pain and essentially like like that mm-hmm. and he becomes like a better dude and then he sacrifices he would therefore sacrifice himself for naruto's cause like that's a complete getting sasuke of getting sasuke back yeah that's like a complete character like that's a complete character arc that's a complete character story and then it would okay. give like character development to naruto for losing a guy in pursuit of his other team like of his comrade and friend yeah like his friends sacrificed themselves for for him and his like goal yeah which yeah either way both of those characters could and probably should have died yeah. one of them literally like the writer told us he should have died and then yeah. he just didn't so that's frustrating but a couple more fights happen they're not super important 
Um, and then eventually we're all leading to Sasuke comes out of the box at the end, right? Yeah, Sasuke comes out of the box. Then, like Naruto catches up to them. Sasuke comes out of the box, runs runs a little bit, and then Naruto's like, hey, man, like, fight me. Yeah, and they, and they meet at what, what you meet at what you find out way later in Shippuden is called the Final Valley. Yeah. Um, but it means nothing to you at this point in the show. Like, you don't know who these dudes no. are. You don't know Itachi Rai. Massive statues. Massive statues. All That's all you know. Yeah. There's a waterfall. Really cool setting for a fight. Yeah. They fight for like, I don't know, 10 episodes, 15 episodes. A lot of flashbacks. Um, really good fight though when it is a really fight. Super fun fight. Naruto goes Demon Fox. Sasuke lets his curse mark like change him. They fight at the end. Naruto ends up unconscious. Sasuke ends up um, on his feet. Not on his feet really, but he ends up like good enough to walk away. Mm-hmm. Leaves his headband with Naruto, um, which is like a big symbolic thing. Like he's leaving the village um, and he takes off. And therein lies the last useful part of the show. But well, it does that fight sets up a lot of cool it's a lot of foreshadowing for I wanted, the I rest wanted, of the like, show. I do want to touch on and one thing Shibuya. with the like end of that fight is when Kakashi shows up at the end and mm-hmm. Sasuke's already gone. And like the visible amount of like and the animators, shout out the animators for this, but the visible amount of immediate depression that Kakashi goes into because he's lost one of his students and he showed up too late to prevent Naruto from like getting into this major fight that could have cost him his life. Like mm-hmm. Kakashi is stated to Sasuke prior to this arc, like he's lost everybody that he's cared about, which is more or less true. He lost his best friends and his his dad killed himself. Like that's it's pretty tough. It's a tough off. Oh, Kakashi did. Kakashi. Yeah, Kakashi did. Yeah. So and he lost his sensei, which is probably why he stayed away from Naruto for a little bit because of the Demon Fox thing. Like he wasn't outwardly against him, but I can understand why he would want to like not be around him. He shows up and it's like. Obviously, he cares about these two so much, and I think like he views them as like his 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 sons, like a little bit, you know, like uh, for obvious reasons with Naruto that we'll get into in Shippuden, but for very obvious reasons with Sasuke because of the whole like Sharingan stuff and like taking him under his wing and teaching him all his jutsu and whatever, like that that sucks. Like, and he knows that yeah. path of like darkness because he tra- he like did it himself, so. Right. But it also sets up that fight does set up a ton of cool foreshadowing. So the final Valley, you don't know anything about it, but you can obviously tell that these people like met here, these, these two big statues. And then they have Sasuke and Naruto meet in this kind of cool final, like collision of their two jutsu. And like I said, it sets up a bunch of cool foreshadowing of all the fights they'll have like kind of through Shippuden. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's cool by the writer to do that and you it, like i said it teases the hashirama and madara like fight and then a, like the the sage of six paths um two sons like all that it does te- it does tease that so you know there's some forethought going there yeah so but and I that's think, art really that's really an og art then there's another 150 episodes of garbage yeah.